COVID-19 variant cases are multiplying and they're rising sharply among the unvaccinated, including young children who are not yet eligible for a vaccine and who are preparing to head back to class. Today, we welcome back Dr. Joan Buchanan-Hill, head of the Lampladder School in Dallas, and joining us for the first time, Dr. Jeffrey McKinney, who specializes in pediatric infectious diseases here at UT Southwestern and Children's Health. Thank you both for sharing your time and expertise. Dr. McKinney, we're hearing a lot about the Delta variant. How dangerous is the Delta variant for children? And how does it differ from the original SARS-CoV-2 strain that we were talking about this time last year in children? This Delta variant is a significant difference and it is uh, frankly quite worrisome. Its virulence, its ability to cause disease and to kill people is as far as we can tell, the same as the strain that we got used to starting about a year ago. What is quite different is its transmissibility. It is a more fit virus. It is able to spread much better. If we were in a room together and we weren't vaccinated and we didn't have masks on and I was infected with COVID a year ago, we would predict that I'd infect a little more than two people, which is enough to keep the pandemic going. With the Delta variant, if I were infected and we weren't vaccinated and weren't masked, I'd be predicted to infect a little more than five people. And that's not just twice as bad because each one of those people can infect five people and each of those can infect five. And so this could be a real game changer because we're in a race with this virus and it just got radically faster. Dr. Hill, Tell us about how you're approaching the school year at the Lampladder School in terms of safety for the kids and for the teachers. We've updated our protocols and our guidelines. We spent the summer doing that. We will continue the wellness checks that we used last fall for COVID-19. The one difference in the wellness check is that we've added an additional question. We ask families, have you received the vaccine? Everyone will wear a mask for the upcoming year. We are following the CDC guidelines. Parents picking up their children from school will have to come and wear a mask. We'll have to wear a mask. And we just want to give every measure of protection we can to our to our faculty and staff. Dr. McKinney, we're heading into a school year where we'll see a mixture of children who are vaccinated and children who are not. What's your advice for kids that are vaccinated, and for kids that are not vaccinated as we enter the school year? If it's possible to get vaccinated, that is the best thing that any of us can do. This may be a historically significant opportunity to have conversations with kids that really may make them a, a wonderfully enlightened generation. People want to do the right thing. And it's been confusing because so many different changes of this. But you know, having conversations with children about how to help protect other people, including in school where there are these meaningful links that approach the sorts of affection you'd have for a family member. You know, talking with them about, well, this is why it makes sense to wear a mask. And it's not just for you, it's for your teacher or your teacher's mother. And then I think talking with people about how things are spread and general concepts of hygiene, maintaining some distance if you can, trying to get the vaccine as soon as you can. It's a chance for us to really make a difference. Dr. McKinney, the benefits of vaccination have really changed the course of the pandemic. When can we expect vaccinations to be available for kids that are under the age of 12? I wish we had them now. 
Uh, but approval from the FDA for giving the vaccine that I got for people less than 12, they're working as fast as they can. If I were to guess, we probably won't have approval before the end of this calendar year, but I'm hoping at the beginning of the next calendar year. Uh, and then of course, after it comes out, people have to get it, they have to mount a response. So we're going to have to start this school year with a new variant and many of our population without vaccines. And then a particularly tricky part of this is many children have COVID and don't show symptoms, which is one of the things that makes this quite challenging. Dr. Hill, what would you like parents and students to know as we approach the last few weeks uh, before the school year begins? Well, I want our students to know that we are ready for them and we can hardly wait for them to re-engage and come back to school. I would also remind parents that March of 2020, we were faced truly with a novel dilemma as a world community. And as Dr. McKinney has reminded us, that pandemic is still with us. We have to remain vigilant in terms of mask wearing and sanitizing. Over the past year, we truly learned the strength, in my opinion, of the scientific community. The researchers, the doctors, the practitioners all collaborated, and they developed three vaccines in record time. What I've learned through all of this is that as a world community, we can solve problems when we work together. Dr. McKinney, what should parents and teachers be thinking about as we approach the beginning of the school year? We have vaccines, they work, we have testing, it's faster, we're able to identify different strains and understand what they mean. And then also, I think this is an opportunity for us as, as people to really come together and look out for each other. With the opening of the school year, our educational colleagues I have a sister who's a middle school art teacher. She's going to be on the front line, just like doctors and nurses. And uh, together we can do this. Preserving our children's education and development is one of the things that keeps me going forward. And doing it responsibly and thoughtfully and responsively to the new data and insights as they come along. That's how I think we're going to eventually win. This time of year is always exciting for parents and students as you think about the school year. We want to thank you both for being on the program for the great advice that you've given to all of us, students, parents, and community members as we prepare for the second school year during this pandemic. Thank you both. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for organizing this. Thank you for joining us. Until next episode, stay safe and stay healthy.